on this episode of Quantum Week, June 9th through 15th, 1985. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. We talk about movies and music and headlines and stories. We are continuing uh, through mid-June 1985, talking about Fletch and Voices Carry By till Tuesday. Um, I'm alive. And, You're back uh, from your trip? I'm back from my trip. And uh, we had exploits last night. And uh, I don't know. Do we? Is there anything we I need just, to talk well, about? Maybe just tell me what happened. So I, I, got, I got drunk... Last, Jesus Christ. Last night, Laura and I uh, went out for dinner, and then uh, Laura had to be up early. She's like, I'm going to go, um, you know, I'm going to head home. I'm like, I want to keep drinking. So she's like, all right. And so she she went home, and then I was, uh, I thought I'd have a couple of drinks and just grab an Uber and come home. But then I was like, I don't know. It's just a little woe is me-ish. Yeah. I was, yeah. Like, oh, I'm all by myself. Oh, uh, yeah. Sad, you know? It was kind of sad. And uh, I, I put it in our, in our chat that I was, you know, drinking alone. It's sad, you know? And then uh, Corona, Corona was home, and you went, and you came out. Yeah, I was. You, I mean, I'm always up for a good time. Okay. Uh, no, it was great. Corona came out, and we. Uh, we I, I definitely had. I definitely had a few too many. Yeah, you had a lot, but yeah. uh, but it was fun. I had a good time. Did you? Do you remember having a good? Oh time? yeah, I, I didn't black out any. I remember all. Yeah. I remember like all of it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was we had a good fun. time. We just uh, we went up to one of the local places and yeah. sat at a table and just yeah. shot, shot the ship for yeah. two hours or something. It was good. Yeah, it was good. No, it was very, it was very good. And then I just felt like shit all day though. I, I yeah, I'm a mess. I just can't, can't drink. I get used to, I guess a very, very, very depressing. That is sad. Yeah. I have a sad day today. But well, why though? It's cause you want to get to that level, but you can't, if you get to that level, then you're fucked the next day. Is yeah, that what it is? You want to feel still, a certain I still way. don't feel right. Like I'm yeah. still not even like right now we're taping this at night uh, the next day, you know, and I'm still, I still don't quite feel right. I didn't feel awesome this morning. I mean, I had, I know I have way less than you do. No, I had two, I had, but I had three drinks last night, which right. is very rare for me. Cause I had a drink earlier in the mm-hmm. night. And then we came, I thought my night was winding down. I was watching Fletch. Right. And uh, no, I got the, got the call. Came out and had two drinks with you. You did, yeah, in two hours. I mean, plus the the drink from before. That, that's a lot for me. All right, yeah, all right. it's true. Sure, yeah. You know, I was uh, I was in rough shape because yeah, you I were you had dinner and then I had well another one at a different bar before you got there. I had a shot before I got and then I saw you. Yeah, a Jello shot, I yeah. think, is what it was. What, yes. what, what flavor was the Jello shot? Uh, so we were trying to decide the bar. Uh, I was asking around. We decided it was blue raspberry. Um, it's some, kind of a specific a flavor for a for like a Jello. Yeah, someone's like, "Oh, is that uh, pineapple? Is blue?" I was, I was like, "I don't, I don't a, think so. It's a strange pineapple." What the? What? I was trying to be nice. I was like, "I was like, I was like are you? Are you? You didn't call him an idiot?" No, no. It was. Uh, it, it, I was like, "No, I think it's. I don't think it's pineapple. It's blue. <laughs> no, it's blue. Strange, thing. but it wasn't blueberry. You think it had like a, it was, a tartar? Yeah, I think it was blueberry. okay, blueberry. Uh, what was in it? Was it like tequila or vodka? What was I in don't it? Know, I don't know. Someone just gave it to me, and you just. Do you chew it at all or just slide back? I, I don't think I've ever had us. Maybe have yeah, I? you can you can you can chew a little bit. Most of it's sliding back, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, most of it's sliding back. I don't okay. chew. All right, Jello. And then um, you had a couple when you nursed the two when. when yeah, we at that point I was I was like, Oof. yeah, I definitely. Yeah, yeah I was one, actually surprised you because the second one went down a little faster. I, I, I could tell, like I'm getting. I, I I didn't. I mean, I didn't really even drink that much. I just didn't really eat it all all day. That I was just, the thing. Yeah, it was weird. And then I just. I was even starting to get like drunk at dinner. That's I think why I was like, oh, uh, I, I want to keep going out. I'm, having, right. I'm getting like that, that yeah. fun buzz, you know? Um, but I didn't really, like, I don't know what happened. I, 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 I don't know. Like I said, I don't think I ate very well yesterday. Well, you were driving around and doing all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, I was busy driving around and doing all this stuff uh, during the day. And uh, yeah, it was kind of a, a busier day than most days for me. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Um, oh, I have a, we have a, not an announcement. We're not going to make any announcements yet. But I would say this. If you are interested in going to a live show, I may, if I were you guys, you patrons, I might circle November 20th yep. on my calendar. Yeah. Nothing official yet. But. No. When's it official? Do I, I know we're going to go take a look at it again. Yeah. But then we do we have to sign some sort of contract, put a deposit down or something? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we can do that. Probably we can do that this week. I'd like to do that this week. Yeah, let's do it. We can lock it down. Lock it in. Yes, because I might be getting a job. Right? I think I have a job. So I thought it was a definite. What do you mean by we were kind of couching no, a little bit? Yeah. Okay. But, but I'm going to be more sort of part time ish until uh, middle September? of August. Okay. Because um, I'm just going to wait so much. Yeah, you're away a lot. Um, so um, what do you start? I'm going on Tuesday for one like an one day onboarding thing. Yeah. And um, I'll be kind of going in that following week but then i'm only in three days because then we go away and then i'm back for a full week but then we go away yeah on the week after that so like there's a lot of yeah right but it's with uh it's uh it's with the spca yep uh helping animals and help them with some fundraising so you're gonna have to get your rabies shots nope nope um no so just help them with uh with think uh, like planning events and doing events and things like that and um also just finding different you know do some writing is it like events where people see the actual pets and can take them home there or is it like kind of no, showcasing the like, pets or, like, or one, fundraising mostly fundraising okay so it's like one of the events i know they have is like they have a big auction um so that's like in november so like a uh so that's like a big event for them yeah. and then you know just generating income and then um another event they have like in june actually we went to this event uh Laura and i brought the dogs uh like a pause they call it the pause walk it's just like oh. a walk in the in a park and but they have like all sorts of like animal dog yeah, 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 and yeah, stuff yeah. there um so that's another big event to do but they do a bunch they do some smaller obviously a bunch of smaller events too so just helping out with those and also just thinking of different events as well hopefully, yeah and just try you know create some extra ways to get revenue they try to do stuff like like a major event every quarter or something? Is there like, is there already like, kind of there's a two, they, there's two events and the two major ones, but I know yeah. they have like a, they have like a paddleboard event coming up uh, a couple of weeks. I won't be, I'll be, I'll be away, but yeah, uh, yeah. they have, they have like some of those kind of smaller events, I think during the year. And, um, isn't that a new building too? Well, they, they expanded it. I was in it crazy. Before, like wait, you know, yeah. a while ago where it was smaller. Um, but it looks looks like a good amount bigger now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tons of construction. I went in for one of my interviews. It was crazy construction. Yeah, they're also like building a giant horse barn too. I guess. It's oh not really, shit! Yeah. I mean, like a like a like it's it's cr- like the amount of construction they've had has been insane. Yeah. So, um. So that's kind of cool, fun, exciting. It is cool that they're building in. It's yeah. a good cause. I mean. Saving animals. Yeah. Getting so animals like, right, homes. This I mean, is a fun. You know, it's I was pretty like, awesome. I, it's like, do I really want to sit around all winter? I was just like, eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to sit around. Like, yeah, what are you going to do? Play video games and drink? I, yeah, I mean, it's just like uh, the winter is like, you know, ideally I would have started the day after Labor Day. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of working during the summer. Um, but I, uh, you know, and then we kind of do our trips. But then I might be like, once the day after Labor Day is really when things change. Like, yeah, back do. to school, yep. back to work. Yep. Like, let's go. Football starts. Right. It's a, it's a whole different world. Feels uh, a lot different. Yes. yes. And it's like, you know, I kind of like that little push until the holidays. And then, um, you know, from January to April, the weather here in New Hampshire is so bad. Might as well work. So, like, yeah, I really, I do. Like, I, don't, right. I really don't mind. I, I, I never take vacations during that time or, like, you know, days off, rather, during that time or anything like that. We might go away this year to Arizona, though, in February. Yeah, you talked about that last year too with the pandemic thing. Yeah, didn't quite work. we want to revisit that. Um, yeah. But other than that, there won't be a lot of like you know, we, like Laura and I do a lot of weekend trips. Like we don't, we won't do a lot of that in the in that because the weather's yeah, so shitty. So why you no just, one wants to travel in it? Where are you going to go? I, it's not. We just unless you're like, like big skiers or something. Yeah, and I like skiing, but yeah, I'm not a big skier. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think that that time of year is you just kind of. I'm with you. 
huddle home yeah. and just kind of like bundle up and just kind of be warm, watch football, cook good food, yeah. just like hang out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I was like, I don't know if I want to like spend that whole four months not having anywhere to go every day. Yeah. With you. Um, ideally, yes. Ideally, <laughs> a perfect world, maybe like a part-time job, but like, but this is good though. I mean, it, it probably would be good for me to have like a regular full-time job. I don't think it'll be boring though no it's cool it's different things every day yeah um and it's not like mindless like dumb you get to be around animals and yeah. you get to do cool things I, I i think it's a good i think it's a good fit i think so too i know i would i would probably enjoy it as well yes yeah uh, so i am uh, i'm excited about it do you want to make an announcement here no oh uh i can't say i mean at this uh mm, no okay yeah because this is uh, this is actually for tomorrow so no well, let me say this i was i probably keep uh keep track of your socials on monday yeah i would say so uh, or at least Matt's socials on Monday. He might, yeah. He might, he might, he might have an announcement on Monday. I will definitely say what's happening on Monday. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there you go. Um, oh, and then uh, next week we're back with Office Space and, uh, oh, and then the... Ransom, right? Uh, payback. It's our Payback. Duh. I know, I could be... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, payback is a Patreon movie next week. And then we're t- we might have a pretty decent-sized guest uh, in a couple weeks, too. So... Uh, yep. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, so we got some fun stuff going on the show. Yeah, anything else? Same thing. I think before we start then... I love the music in this in this movie. Do you? I really do. I know it's the same guy does Axel F. Um, yeah. It's uh, Hans bad. Hugo Harold Faltermeyer. I love this the, when it goes to this. I love that. So good. The Hollywood Reporter went out of the way to shit on the music in this movie. That's too bad because it's really good. They loved, the, they loved the movie but hated the music. That's that's weird. I know it was weird too. It was, it was out of nowhere. It was a real, real body bag slam at the end of the review too. It was strange. I really like the music in this. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of that synth, that Axel F stuff. It was um, I, I, I'm, I love it. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I think it's so fun. Yeah. Throughout. It's like the perfect thing for this movie. Um, should we just say, I, I <laughs> this is one of my favorite comedies of the eighties. I really like Fletch. Huh? I thought, I didn't know if you'd like it or not. I do very much. Yeah. I love him like this. Yes. He's always kind of an asshole. Um, I like how he he flips into different characters. I like how he's nonplussed about some shit and but everything really. Yeah, I mean, so Ebert really gets on him like the movie's really good except for Chevy and I'm like, no, Ebert, no, I, I, I think he has range when he needs it. Like when I've known people like that who are very, um, yeah, they're kind of arrogant nonplussed, I would say. And then, but there's parts where his life's in danger or the, my, one of my favorite scenes is when the editor does not believe his story. Yeah. I really love that scene because I've, I felt that way too, where something kind, kind of like <sighs> circumstantially, maybe um, there's been a few unbelievable things that have happened. And when you really need someone to believe you, they just don't. It's a little bit of the chicken little yeah. thing. Sky's falling down, you know. Sky's falling. Was that is a chicken little? I think so. Sky's falling. Sky's falling. Sky's or a cried wolf. Yes. Kind of cries wolf a little bit too many times. Right. I think that's more. And yeah. he and then the editor doesn't believe him. I love that scene because I love how both of them play it. Hmm. I also do you not like? This? I also I really like all the like. It's acted really well. I like all the characters. They, they, have, they have a good cast. No, I do like this movie. I don't love it. I, I give it a B plus. I'm gonna give it a B minus. Okay. Um. I think Ebert's review is ridiculous, uh, honestly, and I love Roger Ebert, but um, he's like, the movie, or, right, the, the movie's great except for Chevy. It's like, well, che- what? it's almost hard to review this movie in a way because this is basically just like a Chevy Chase it is. Like stand-up routine. More, yes. I, you know, not stand-up, but like a comedy special. Yes. Because it's really, 
he, Ebert called, I swear to God, in the review, he calls the plot, quote, ingenious. I know, and I was like, is it's it? It's really not. Is uh, it? It's actually not a very good plot at all. If you actually really take a good I think it's not bad, but it's, it's ingenious. Fine. Like, For a comedy, like a silly comedy, it's fine. But ingenious, like there's so many holes in this. It's, yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a stupid yeah. thing. Like, if you really look at it. Like, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's for, for a comedy, you know, for something like this, it's fine. I think he's great. It's just the only thing is, like, it's maybe a little too much. So my favorite Chevy Chase uh, performance or, or movie, really, is Caddyshack. Yeah, he's good. And it's the same character. Ty yeah, Webb is just like is. Fletch. Right. But I like uh, Caddyshack a little bit because you're, you know, while I guess Chevy Chase probably, I think, is the top build, he's not really the star. Really, Michael Keefe is really in that movie more. Yes. So it's really a supporting role, but it's great. Yeah. And it's like a little, just a little bits of that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot less of him. It's great. Yeah. Where it, if it's the whole movie, by the end, it's, he's still saying some funny things, but then, of course, by the third act, the plot kind of becomes oh, it paramount. Just, it, well, yeah, but then it kind of disintegrates at the end. Like, they really cut it off quick. Oh, yeah, but I mean, but there, but you have to have resolution. You do so, need resolution, by, right. By some point in the third act, the resolution trumps the comedy yeah it does and you, that's how every comedy is i mean that's why yeah. comedies struggle in those third acts but right. you know but that you know also you kind of like eh, all right we get it he's like he's too cool for school which is fine and no one does it better than chevy chase yeah and he's saying hysterical thing he and, is i mean it's not at all a chore to get through this movie it's very it's a fun movie to watch for sure um but like i i, I was thinking to myself like i don't even know like i don't like it's time to say about it necessarily maybe because like it's just like if you're if you're not a Chevy Chase fan, you won't like this movie. If you like Chevy Chase, you like this movie. I guess it's pretty cut and dry. See, I think Chevy Chase after this period, right after the mid '80s, just starts to get not good at all. Um, he does. He has a good run here, you know, from late '70s to, to mid '80s, where he's got the vacation. Uh, even I think when was Christmas Vacation? That 89. might have been that might that that was kind of the end of it. I agree, and that was a pretty good one. I like Christmas Vacation. Um, well, there's a few things that happen. I mean, so Chevy Chase, you're right, in the 80s was, was a huge star. And it's hard, yeah, and it's hard to, like, maybe younger people understand. He hosted the Oscars twice. I forgot about that. Like, that's great. That's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, um, he, uh, he was in movies like Vacation. Yes. Caddyshack. Obviously, he was on SNL for a year and a half. Did two uh, Fletches. Did, yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Did Fletch. Uh, Spies Like Us. Spies actually, Like Us. That was actually his biggest uh, yeah. in the 80s. And I, I remember money. I remember really liking it. I'd love to cover that again because I remember sure really liking it. Yeah, yeah. Um, none of these movies, by the way, were, were huge hits though. He never had a ghost. No. No, he did not. Um, no, this... I don't mean like quality. I don't even mean like how we look at it now. I'm simply just in box office. The biggest money make your head with Spies Like Us only made 77 million. This is before the biggest hit he ever had, believe it or not. I, I, could, I could probably put that out there and you'd never guess it was the vacation movie the one they just did in 2015 really i guess he has a small part i've not seen it. i guess he has, i haven't seen he it plays clark griswold in that i guess but it made 100 who's the main like who's uh, the main driver the guy right? from oh my god okay i forget this guy's name it's the guy from the office he's but he's not funny um from the I, daily show oh yeah i, I, gotta look it up. I just have like no recollection of that film coming out How do I know? Oh, but it was big it we made 107 million I mean, it was fine it was just um He's in um Well that's kind of on par. Ed Helms. Oh Ed Helms. God. Oh yeah. Sorry, guys. Ed does okay, it's but he, I mean. yeah. He's uh, I've not seen the movie. So I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I don't like Ed Helms. Either. But uh, do you say 107 million? Yes. That's not that much different than this. It was 60 million but in 1980. Right. Oh no. You know. uh, and I'm not and that's yeah. why I'm kind of dismissing the 107. I'm yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. But it's interesting because he never had like that Ghostbusters no, he uh, didn't. movie. I and when I say that I I say I'm not talking about quality or no. although I think we both agree Ghostbusters oh my is better God. than it is, he's ever it, done. Yeah, that's the, But um but simply just like box office like it was not 
He never had like a blockbuster. Do you think it's because he wasn't? You, we say that he was a big star, but is, was he that big then? If if people weren't coming out in droves to see him, is That's he too it, old for for like too? Is a humor too old for for a younger audience? Is that is it, what happened? Because maybe Ghostbusters families would go and see it. I mean, it, it's a brilliant comedy in my right. mind. It's one of my favorite. I mean, probably my favorite. And uh, the dialogue's great, and, and uh, it's acted really well. But but younger audience can see it because you do have the sci-fi element. So maybe it would attract. Yeah, them. I don't know if comedies by themselves ever, you know, especially back then, made sure were blockbuster type money. Um, just the nature of the beast, I guess. Um, but so I mean, it's definitely obviously, I'm not saying movies like Fletch, uh, Caddyshack. Um, spies vacation, like us. vacation. Uh, spies like us. Yeah. These movies made a lot of money. They I'm did. not saying that. I'm just saying it was never like that next huge, level, right? Yeah, like he never had that. Where giant, Murray does, and he never did a franchise. Um, that's you know, true. Well, really, the, the the vacation ones. The franchise. I'm sorry, you're right. Oh, I, I lied. You're absolutely. I'm sorry. I meant like um, uh, you're absolutely. Vacation was a, is a total franchise. Yeah. Uh, I meant more like uh, like a, a transition to like sci-fi or action. Yeah. And like I know it'd be. Like he just never. I mean, I guess Fletch has some action sequences, and he was a very good physical comedian. You see he it in this is. Movie. You see it. Totally see it in here. He's really good. But like it never quite. And then, then so the nineties happened. That's really when it all fell apart. He's yeah. in, uh, of course, nothing but trouble. The only oh movie Dan Aykroyd movie we talk about quite a bit on the yeah, show. Yeah, we do. The only movie Dan Aykroyd ever directed. It was a complete disaster. It is a crazy movie if you haven't seen it. I uh, do want to do that as a watch along. But the real reason his career, and he did a couple of movies that worked, but then his real reason his career fell apart was in nineteen ninety three. Um, the late night wars. Uh, I recommend reading the late shift by Bill Carter. It's my book uh, recommendation for me. It is a fantastic book. It's old, you know, but, uh, you know, you have, it talks really about Johnny Carson retiring. Yeah. And then Leno and, uh, Letterman were both fighting for that spot. But right. as an aside, you also had, uh, later on, you had the Chevy chase a year later, Chevy chase and Conan O'Brien started their shows. The I forgot that week. Chevy did that. Uh, it ran for Chevy's show ran for five weeks. It was on Fox from 11 to midnight and five weeks, five weeks, uh, 29 episodes. Jesus. Uh, maybe or six weeks, I guess, right? Seven, six, seven weeks? Yes, but whatever. It was only 29 episodes, I believe. Crazy. And um, it was a disaster. I mean, I watched it. It was a disaster. In fact, it was so bad. Fox has never done a late night show since. Um, what was Arsenio on? Uh, syndicated. Okay. Yeah, this was actually network. So it was uh, it was 11 to midnight. So it wasn't 1130 like most of the shows you know. Yeah. Uh, it was such a horror. He was so uncomfortable. Uh, it was a weird Is show. Is he just not that guy? He's not a host. He seems like, but he hosted the Oscars. It seems Twice. like he's, um, you know, uh, funny thing happened with uh, other late night stuff with him too. So uh, after SNL, yeah. everyone's like, oh, this is the guy that's going to replace Johnny Carson. You know, because he, he remember he did the news weekend update. Uh, yes, you know, and you know he was a handsome guy. Like this is the guy, that's smart small, guy, smart guy. Yeah, Johnny didn't like Johnny said mm. that um, he's like Chevy Chevy Chase <laughs> couldn't improvise a fart at a baked bean dinner. <laughs> like he just he he not Chevy couldn't improvise, which I don't know if is is fair. I don't think that's fair because a lot of this is improvised. Is, I guess for Fletch to get it back to Fletch, every other so every scene they did two takes of. Yes, one take was scripted. Yep, and one take was just Chevy fucking around. Some of the funnest, were like the Ted Nugent line in the beginning. Who are you? I'm Ted. Ted Nugent. Like that. That's a funny, like out of the blue thing. I right. mean, and he improvised that. Yeah, it, and there's a lot of you know the uh, and it is a callback to or maybe stealing a joke is a better term from Caddyshack, but it's his joke. But like, it's like, Oh, you look like a hundred bucks. He kind of, he says that here too. Yes. Or I feel like a hundred bucks. Um, and, but like a lot of those are, you can tell it's improvised. Of course. And, um, he's, he's good at it. So I don't know why Johnny said that Johnny. I don't, I don't think Johnny liked him because he was so arrogant. Could be. Um, yeah. Cause Johnny doesn't come off that way either. No. And he is there. Ar- Johnny was arrogant. He was a bastard in a lot of ways too, but, he, but he, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, sir. But he <laughs> no, you're right. But but, um, uh, but he uh, no, but, but no, but, but Johnny, he Johnny, never came off like Johnny that. Johnny was so warm, super Andre. warm, and he was quick. He was a good improviser in that. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, in that setting, brilliant. Yes, I mean, you know, he could, he, you know, it, it, Johnny. Johnny was a genius. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Chevy's very good too, obviously, but just a different way. But Chevy, obviously, when he plays it up in Fletch, he plays it up in Kajak, smarmy. Um, uh, yes. Very sarcastic. Johnny really wasn't super sarcastic. No, he wasn't. Uh, Letterman was, but Johnny yep. wasn't. Um, and uh, c- kind of just just had that that better than thou attitude that Johnny, I think, really found repulsive in a right. lot of ways. And if they'd met personally and he came out, because it sounds like Chevy was also an asshole. Chevy was a complete In person, asshole. yeah. And that's the thing that kind of killed him too. So like when his career was starting to shit the bed after things like Cops and Robertson's with Jack Palance, <sighs> after Nothing But Trouble, after the Chevy Chase show, which was really the, the end of his Nail career. Nail the coffin. Um, no one was going to pick him up. Like, yep. No one's going to do him an boy favor. Right, you got three f- big flops and then you're an asshole. No one's going to, no, no one's, one's no, going to work with you. No one's going to shine's rubbed off, but yes. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, obviously he does community way later. And then he, yeah, he burns that bridge. You know, Dan Harmon loved Chevy's movies from the eighties. Yeah. SNL. So he finally, Chevy finally got the attaboy from someone who's like kind of worshiped him. Right. And then, who grew up with him. And then he burns that bridge. Yeah. It's like fire. And it's like, all right, you know, Chevy's just a really difficult guy. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, Howard Stern used to call his house in the nineties. <laughs> just to piss him off, like to get him mad, he'd call his house and like ask for, just to say hi to his wife. Chevy would call back and say, don't you ever talk about my wife or talk to my wife. Howard's like, I'm just calling to say hi. But it's yeah, all, he's yeah, doing yeah. it to get yeah. Chevy mad. Right. And Chevy would just like, go, fucking <laughs> go ape shit. Yeah. And like Chevy would just get angry all, I mean, Chevy uh, is or was banned from hosting SNL. He, um, he's, <laughs> I guess he smacked Sherry O'Terry in the back of the head. Oh my God. Uh, and he berated the female writers um he was just a really so that's why he doesn't host anymore um he, he he's just a, did he come back for the anniversary yes. that just happened he did okay he, and he comes back for every anniversary so yeah. they, they allow him to do that i guess um but they don't they don't have him well there's anymore. no reason for him to host it either he's not in anything popular i guess community yeah, might have been but you give these guys he's got i mean he yeah. hosted eight times i mean you give some of these guys you know it's fun to have some of these older guys come back yes but he's not really moving the needle right now he's not moving the needle all oh, his career is over now yes i mean more other than like doing things like popping up in the vacation movie yep. here or there or kind of these little things right i mean he's also an old man now he's uh he's i think 70 i think 71 or something, or something. yeah something. um he's he's because you know he got a he didn't he wasn't famous so he was in his 30s no he's in his 40s during fletch right he's 42 and i think fletch yeah so so right, he got kind of a later start and then um because he's a writer first. Yeah. And he's hired by SNL to be a writer. That's how he got out of that contract was he signed a writer's contract for one year instead of performers for five. Uh, so that's how he was able to get out of it. And then, you know, he followed it up with some, uh, some movies in, in the eight and the seventies with the Goldie Hawn, a couple like romantic comedies. What was uh, that? was, um, I know that one. He did two of them. Uh, bird on a wire. Yep. No, that's no, no, no that's Mel. That's right. Oh, he did, uh, egg foul chicken. play foul play and, uh, seems like old times, which I have not seen. Either I movies. think I, I've seen both of them, but it was so long ago. I remember like, I love, I always liked Chevy chase as a kid. Always liked him. Me too. He had some drug problems too. He had some yeah. drug problems before and after Fletch. Yeah. Um, he, he did, did spend some time in rehab and then he actually just even a couple years ago went back to rehab for alcohol uh, abuse. So, you know, he, he's had a lot of demons. Um, he grew up very wealthy. He seemed to resent that. Um, he's he's a, one of the most difficult, you know, Bill, we talk a lot in show about how Bill Murray is so difficult to work with. Chevy's worse. So, you know, there is a lot there, but having said that, the guy is immensely talented, super and, talented, and, he's, and he's, he's 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 great in this. He is great in this. 
I love everything. I just love him being him throughout the entire movie. I love even the dream sequence. Sometimes a dream sequence, like the train wreck. Was that even a dream sequence? Like okay, that, that was not a dream dream. That wasn't that right, but it should have been. Yeah. Uh, and that was just like a piece of shit doesn't work. Where this one works, where he's dreaming, he's playing with with Kareem, Kareem. and, and he's Kern is and, announcing it. Yeah. And I love yes, and I love that he's not the star there. He's like the right. he's like the he's like the blue collar guy. <laughs> the Bill and Beer. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love it. Uh, so good. No, it's good. I, I mean, I really like my favorite scenes. Are, or, but most of my favorite scenes in this movie are up front. The yeah, first, I like, think you're right. It's you top know, heavy. The, the scene with the doctor's office. Yeah. Oh, so I know. Funny. So, so funny. And then, you know. Babar? What it was? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Right, Babar, yeah. <laughs> Moon River. Like, that's hysterical. And then, <laughs> yes. you know, the um, uh, there's even the scene with him and Tim Madison, you know, when, you know, they're, he's kind of saying, you know, basically makes him the offer of $50,000 yes. to kill him. Um. That, that seems really good. It's interesting they chose Matheson. Matheson was um, th- in Animal House. We talked about that. Yep. That was Chevy's part. And um, right. Chevy turned it down um, to, to do to do one of the Golden Hall movies. Yeah. And, uh, he, and they said to give it to Matheson. So it is funny that like, because the idea was Matheson's almost like a body double of Chevy. So the, And Matheson, if you watch Animal House, is very Chevy. It feels yes. like you're watching Ty Webb or like Fletch in right. Animal House. Yeah. He, very nonplussed, yep. doesn't get rattled by anything, yep. super sarcastic, and um, it's, it's like that here. Yeah, and Matheson's good, and, we, and I mentioned this before. I, I like everybody. I liked um, Dana Wheeler uh, Nicholson, too. She's, she's good. so good, and I like her character a lot. She's like, a good just actress. Smart. Yes. Like, smarter than you, like, it, she comes out with it. Right. You know, in, in, uh, in cool ways, where she calls him out. Her, at the end of the movie, though, which doesn't understand any about basketball, it's that's a, a little that's a strange thing. But I just felt like she was too rich for basketball. I don't know. I, I, I guess that's what they're trying to instigate. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was almost like talking to you about Boy Meets World. No, it's not. It was just like this person has no idea. Like what? Like what planet? Yeah, yeah, are you yeah. From? I, don't, I don't watch. Uh, I don't watch children's uh, right. shows right. when I'm in, when I'm in high school. I, like, know, I just I never did. I'm sorry. You, you, I'm sorry. I was you, too cool. You've made that. that point before. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've made this that point too. So, well, so we're point, just going around again. My point makes sense. Um, uh, with with her though, she's she's good. She's she's also in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, she is. It was a very good show. Yeah. Um. Uh. But she she's good. She's good in that. She's very good in this, right? She's smart, keeps up with Chevy. She was in another movie we just we saw too, but uh, yes, yeah, she was. She was in uh, Tombstone. Tombstone, right? Oh yeah, she's the not a good performance there. No, and no. I mean she has a really shitty character. Really the terribly wife. written before. Like we yeah. talked about Tombstone was yeah. Know, every woman character in Tombstone is from. Yes, it's, it's um, bad. Uh, but no, she's very good in this. She's super charming. Yes. Um, the, I, I, you know, the stuff with <laughs> with the lunch uh, that Chevy expenses to the, the poor underhills. <laughs> I know, underhills. <laughs> That's so funny. Such uh, dicks, though. Like, you love it when he wields his asshole-ish on, on, on you know, right. people who deserve it. Yes. Like the yeah. underhills. The underhills are horrible people. Obviously. Oh, I think you're going to get a tip out of this? Yeah. Maybe next time. Like, fuck you, Underhills. $400. Chevy's tipping everyone he encounters. <laughs> yes. I know, it's so good. Uh, I love it, this place. It's a, it's a great, you know, obviously there's so many quotable lines in the movie. Um, and every time I watch it, you walk away with a new one, but you know, like, she's like, you know, why would you spend $400 on lunch? Or, or, and he's like, well, I didn't want you to, you know, I don't really want you to pay for it. <laughs> right. uh, you know, and that, that whole scene, and she keeps up with them. He has a great, you know who doesn't belong in this movie though? Gina Davis. Yeah. Um, although well, she's quite good. But it's just such a I small. Guess. I know. I think she's good. I think she it, is too. I, guess, I don't know. If she, no, in is that scene, good? that scene that I talked about earlier, where the editor doesn't believe him, and she, it's the way that they're looking at each other. I just want to say so good. It's very weird. I don't know either. Like and her name's like, Larry. She's like a uh, Fletch sycophant. Yes, loves but yeah, Fletch. But we don't know why. Yeah, because they're not in a relationship. No, Nor was it ever going to. Flesh, just like we, their butts. We never find out. You have to justify that. You can't you just do. have someone idolize him for no reason. And she's not young enough to be kind of someone who looks up to him, like a protege. I maybe she is, but, but she's not quite. But, it, we, but we it doesn't look like that because he doesn't look that much older than her. 
I know I he, know. they are older, but yeah. not that much. And she's like an asshole to her boss. Yeah, she is. Is weird. It is weird. I don't understand the character either, but I do like her. And I, I don't think I don't think that movie. I, I I would say I would nix that. Um, I would spend a little more time with some of the beach characters, maybe. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, Gummy like Fat Sam. and Fat Sam. Like, you know, we're supposed to kind of know what's going on, but like I feel like they just kind of pop. They they're just pot devices. There's no real. That is a weird part. How they connect this drug ring to Alan Stanwyck. Is that his name? Yes. Um, that's this very strange thing. Like you don't. It's a very loose connection and. They don't explain it very well, and we're not spent with. You could only, you could almost only do the Alan Stanwyck, like he's just trying to steal money from, from his wife, right, from his second wife. Yes, like that part was kind of enough. You didn't need the other. I agree. And things. The, the police so it's a little strange. Is is that, and I love him. Who's Joe Don Baker? Yes, he's, he's so good. Great character, actually. Uh, but I don't. I don't, but I don't know why. Why is this here? I don't know. And then we because and then they, they yeah they they tie that in a little bow too at the end where. Yeah. You know, Fletch's article gets him indicted, but it doesn't really. It's just ends so quick. I I just don't. I think the drug stuff is silly. Yeah, it's silly. And not needed. I think you're right. Exactly that. Like it's just enough just to have him be. That would have been fine, right? Yeah, because you didn't need. It didn't explain enough of it. But the whole movie hinges. So he gives this. You know, in his mind, he's giving this bum a thousand dollars. Yes. Okay. So, but he's he's his whole plan hinges on the reliability of a homeless man, a I drug know. addict. I know. Like, I don't know if I buy that. I wouldn't buy that. And then from Chevy's standpoint, I don't know that I'm going to buy that this guy's setting everything up. Like, it's got to be a trick. Oh, the keys are, you know, take my car well, and the thing that. will be open. Trick. No, I know. But you know what I mean? It's like you. Yeah, he, he saw through it. Yes. But like none of that. The story didn't make sense. No. And it's like, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, all these comedies, you know, they're just, you know, it's built around Chevy being funny. It is. Everything else is secondary, which is, he is fine. Funny. And then that's, we see the lot with Jim Carrey movies too. And they said that, yeah, like, it's, yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah, built yeah. around right. this really talented comedian. And then the rest of the pieces hopefully fall into place. But you know, sometimes it would be nice to have a little more. And it's the, like uh, the difference between the Carrey films. Cause I'm thinking back to we did liar, liar, right? Yep. I think that was the one mm-hmm. is the supporting cast here is so much better. Like the character and the characters are so much better than the, than the people around Jim Carrey in those movies. Like that was really a one man show. I like and he was, comedies have lower stakes. Like I like with I can like understand that. Caddyshack. It's just a golf course, and it, like and that's funnier to me. Like with this stuff, because it gets so there involved. was too much. It gets involved with all this weird drug ring and murders, and by by the end, it's like it's so cluttered that you need to spend that whole third act instead of being funny, just like tying untangling up these, it. Yeah. yeah, and like and even when you untangle, it's still kind of a mess. It's it like, is oh, messy. Right, why, why do we waste our time with that? I mean, I know these are obviously based on books. Um, and in fact, they're rebooting Fletch now with John Hamm and John Slattery. I have like no interest. I have no interest. In and, I really and I like, like John Hamm. Yes, exactly. John Hamm's awesome. I will not watch it. I have no I mean, interest. I just, I just don't. I mean, I'm good. No interest. Like the whole, you know, honestly, I've never read these books. Maybe they are good. They're not really my cup of tea, I don't think. But like the only reason I would enjoy this movie is because I think Chevy Chase is really funny. And exactly. A sarcastic asshole. Yes. I like, like watching Chevy. the whole appeal. Yes. Like the actual, like, unlike Roger Ebert, the actual like plot and you know, flesh being your ingenious plot, whatever. Like, I don't really care about no, anything. No, the only thing I cared about was Chevy because the rest of the movie really didn't work for me. You're right. The, the supporting cast is, is decent. They're very, I think they're very good. They're good. Yeah. Um, and I actually like the characters. I like who they are. I like watching them. They're, they're all, in, they're all interesting to me. No one. I can't think of a character that I'm like, I'm not interested in this person. Director is Michael Ritchie. Uh, yeah. He's interesting. 
uh, Bad News Bears in the 70s, of course. Yes. Um, which I remember liking. It's been a, forever since I, we won't cover it. I don't think it's 77. We will not cover it. I have the same feeling. I haven't seen it in a long time, but, but I really liked it. I've, time. Seen it, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and then Golden Child, which is an interesting one with, um, with Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy uh, which we saw. I'm sure I saw that a shit ton growing up. That was all over HBO. Yeah, a long time ago. And then Wildcats is another one with Goldie Hawn. Oh, he did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he did Fletch 2. He did. Um, he did some other stuff that it wasn't interesting. He did the scout with a uh, Brandon Frazier, um, with Robert Brooks. Not <sighs> probably not saw, great, but I don't remember it. Movie. He did cops and Robertson's. This is a movie referenced earlier with yes. Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I read one person talk about, uh, Michael Ritchie's career. He also did The Candidate with Robert Redford, which came out in 72. I wonder if I saw that. I have not seen it. I've only heard great things about it. something I need to see. Yeah. Um, but uh, someone was, was saying Michael Ritchie is the, has the most up and down career of anyone in Hollywood history. I don't know if I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't see that. But I don't know his older films. There were, but uh, Robertson's sucks. That sucks. Cops and Robertson's. But the other, the other ones I thought were good to, good to decent, like decent to good. Yeah. That, the ones the that I've seen. pretty bad, dude. Uh, yeah, it's not a good movie. I just like, can't remember. He's made it. some bad movies. Uh, but I mean, a lot of directors. I don't know. I don't know if it's fair to pin that on him. Most up and down ever. But he definitely has had an up and down career. I think uh, John G. Alvelson probably the most up and down career ever. Okay. Directed Rocky, Karate right. Kid. Yeah. Also directed Rocky Five. Right. A couple of really terrible movies. So okay. it's a very strange career for him. Yeah. Um, uh, I I think uh, I think Richie does a decent job directing here. It's it's fine. He mostly doesn't get in the way. There's one scene he gets in the way. And there's a scene, but where he is talking to um, Gail Stanwyck, where uh, Chevy Chase and and, uh, and Dana Wheeler are, are talking, and the cuts are so fast from her to him, her to him, her to him. When they're talking, it's like, what what the fuck are we doing here? You don't need to mm-hmm. do that. But mostly, I just think he doesn't get in the way. I guess maybe the greatest thing he did was he allowed Chevy to do improvise to improvise, you know, every scene because yeah. obviously, then as a director, it's great because then you can kind of pick whatever one. As long as he sticks, doesn't veer off the plot. You can just you can just have your choice. Do you want funny Chevy here? Or do you want the script Chevy here? I'd wondered if um, Michael Ritchie was so he he was hired to kind of keep Chevy in check because Chevy had just come back from the rehab stuff. Right. I wonder if he had a. I don't know if you know this or not, but I'd, I'd sort I wondered if if Ritchie had that like that reputation of being able to handle kind of you know stars that were were difficult to deal with yeah i don't know he, he was veteran director at the time um uh, by all accounts he seemed to get along with people pretty well so maybe yeah. he had kind of that and then maybe. maybe him and chevy just you know he's someone chevy always could respect i know chevy had a real issue with women i don't know if a woman director in 85 was going to be you know was going to yeah be i doubt that was the reason they picked richie because it wasn't like there were that many women directors in 1985 yeah but i'll tell you right now a woman director would not have worked wouldn't have worked chevy. and that's uh chevy is uh abhorrently sexist and um it just, just that would just he just not would that wouldn't have worked so yeah. you probably need a certain kind of personality type um that probably would would basically allow chevy to respect that person because like a new director or someone who maybe was a bit um what someone who just didn't mesh with Chevy, it would have been a disaster yeah it wouldn't have worked he doesn't seem Oh, is he prima donna ish like he he doesn't seem like he's some of the he's people, mean he's mean some of the people we've we've covered whether Pesci or some other folks who were like making the, the um, you know, the filming kind of revolve around them a right. little bit. It doesn't seem like he's that guy. No, he's just it, an he's, asshole. He's an asshole. He's, yeah. he's very cruel. Um, and uh, he can go on tirades. Um, he's been cruel his entire life. He was expelled from school and he's in high school um, and uh, you know, for grace, but also for behavior. And he was just a really difficult, he's just a difficult, cruel person. He always has been, probably always will be. Um, and uh, you know, when you're making hit movie after hit movie 
and you're on like a show, I guess now or whatever, and you know, it, it can work, but, or maybe you just kind of work past it. But then when that, well, if you're funny, when I mean, that star starts to fade and yeah. you're not bringing in the money, yeah. you know, it's like, all right, it's pretty easy to kind of get raving. And then he got angry about getting, you know, people, you know, the nineties, his career went to shit and he, yeah. got, and he got angry about that. Of so course. Angry guy. Now he's angrier. It, it's just made for a bad thing. But like with this movie though, he's, he says this is his favorite role he's ever played yeah um this is the most fun he ever had making a movie yep and he felt like because richie gave him this chance to improvise and kind of do it his way a little bit he felt like he even says i felt like i was directing the comedy element of it that makes sense and he likes having that yes fingerprints are all over this movie i mean he's in every scene yes i mean he's in the entire scene he carries the entire movie um and he you can tell he has a really good time playing it but then you know they do uh, the, the sequel, which maybe we'll run into, and you know that didn't go as well, and he was no one really wanted to be there. It was a money grab. And yeah, it just didn't didn't quite work. Yeah, um, but with this, it was like you could see how like even even though he's forty two, he's been you know he's eighty five now, so he's been famous for ten years. You can still see he has a little bit of energy here. He totally does. Like he's excited. You can see he's like happy and excited. Yeah, you can see he's trying. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, a lot of effort, and you can just tell he's like happy. Like you know he has a lot of fun with Three Amigos. That he said that was the most fun movie he ever made. That makes. Um, because you, I mean, you got Mark right. Short. Like, this got, is this is you know he had a great time making this, yeah, and he had a great time making three movies. Those right. two movies were the best experiences he had. That makes it's sense. It's funny because they were right around rehab. So he went to rehab before this. Does this movie goes back into rehab, comes out of rehab, does Three Amigos, and those two movies were the funnest things he's done. Maybe because he was clean and yeah, and people. Well, and if you're clean too, maybe he's less of an asshole, and then people are nicer to him and have more fun being around him too. And you got those guys, and yeah, and yeah. Warren yeah. Michaels, I think, directed that, right? And he was, oh, and he did uh, he really? He directed Three Amigos. I think he did. Wow. Um, I'll double check that now. But yeah, and he respects the hell out of Warren. Yeah, Warren's that makes always sense. been good to him. Um, so uh, yeah, so I mean, I think there's Chevy's supremely talented. That's the thing. Like he is really talented, and. Did you think you heard? Uh, no, I'm sorry, John Landis directed it. Lauren, okay. uh, Lauren wrote it. Okay, along with Steve Martin and Randy Newman. But I think Lauren was on set a lot. I have very warm feelings. SNL, but. I have very warm feelings about that film too. But I haven't seen it forever. I haven't seen it in a long time. I um, haven't seen it. I mean, kids. Again, this is a, all of these movies were just on all the time when we were. Three was on all, all the time. time. Um, of course, uh, yeah, Martin Short and Steve Martin, yes, Steve and Martin. um, I mean that the movie did okay. It didn't make a ton of money. Uh, it was disappointing by some people. It made made money, it made its money. Sure. But it was definitely like a little bit of, and that's kind of when the star maybe started to wane a little bit there too. It was yep. like, yeah, right. You know, uh, that might have been like the last gasp, I guess, of Chevy's being a huge, but really the end was that the late night talk show. Yeah, that makes sense. I, um, there was a little bit of a debate on, uh, KMS this week on, uh, Chevy versus, um, yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray and I disagree with Kirk. I 100% disagree with Kirk. I mean, Bill, if you think about Bill Murray has been relevant in every decade since the seventies, like there has been at least one film or something that he's been really awesome in. Right. You know, you've got the early two thousands, of course, with uh, Tenenbaums and some other stuff. I I I would say the Lost in Translation is better. Lost in Translation too. And then, but then even in the two ten twenty tens, I know you haven't seen it, but St. Vincent, he's very good. in. he's done other bad shit. He's done a ton of, don't get me wrong. Bill Murray's done a ton of right. bad stuff, particularly lately, but there yeah, has been super relevant anymore, but, but he had a very long career and he's been in a lot more. If you look at Chevy Chase, hasn't been in that many movies. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I know the movies he's in is in with Bill Murray. Right, right. 
What I mean is that Bill Murray has still had good stuff in every decade. Yeah, uh, yeah, except for the last one, but yes. No, in 20... Oh, 2020. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, or yeah. no, I mean, the same... You mean 2010? I haven't seen it. I it's good. I, no, one, he's one very good. One movie in a decade, I'm not going to give you a I'm just saying, like, he that. has had... Yeah. They're, like, Chevy hasn't... What, what's well, Chevy done? Or no, I know. Other than Community, you know, since 1990, not much. Right. Nothing, really. Yes. I mean, did, like, he, had a, he had a small part in Dirty Work, which is a very funny movie with Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Um, like, he's had, like, a couple of these things pop up, but, like, right, has he carried a... a you know, I mean, obviously Chevy had a community, but like, has he carried a movie? No, like, no, you know, and, and those days are obviously long past and they're long past for Bill Murray now. Yeah, they too. really are. He's, I know he's in the new Wes Anderson movie coming out this year, but like, it's a supporting role. He, he doesn't. Yeah. Wes Anderson doesn't have the juice anymore for me. I mean, I'll probably see I'll it because I will, but, but like, uh, you know, he hasn't but, done anything, but like, but Bill Murray's like his, whatever. He's also a 70 year old man. He's old. His yes. Time, time's but, right. right. But I mean, Bill Murray, they were the nineties. He's still doing Groundhog Day. He's still doing some oh, major yeah. movies. Scrooge, Groundhog Day, yeah. you know, and my favorite comedy and Ghostbusters. I mean, he's just, he's been right. But even into the nineties, it was still doing a lot of work. He is. And you know, he's in Rushmore. Like, yes. And, and like Chevy didn't do any of the nineties. So like, you know, they really, it's, there's no, also like, I know the complaint on, on, or the point Kirk was making was like Bill Murray, kind of his character, like all these movies is a kind of an asshole guy that gets like finds redemption. And it's true in Scrooge. It's it true is. in Groundhog Day. It is. I think, I think like, I think Bill Murray is like an asshole movie. I don't know if Chevy's an asshole. Like Chevy's a sarcastic, like, like pricker, like a little bit. Like he's not. He's like he's not like Phil Connors at the beginning of Groundhog. Phil Connors at the beginning of Groundhog is like a bad person. He is. Like Chevy's never really a bad person. He's just kind of like this like sarcastic like asshole. Like, but like he's funny. But like it's. But he's not like an, he's not a bad person. No, he's more neutral. I would say. Yeah. Where Bill Murray is definitely a bad person in Scrooge and in Groundhog Day. And then right. He, right, he becomes good, and I know that maybe that arc is is, but like Rushmore. But it's not tired. But like you know, Kirk said, um, you know, uh, that like you know these Bill Murray's character always find redemption. Like Rushmore doesn't really find redemption. That guy's still kind of an asshole. In the he movie. is. Yeah. Like you know, and then you know other movies he's done. I I enjoy the Bill Murray experience more than Chevy Chase one. But this is but this movie in particular though, like. Like, no one could have done this. Like, Bill Murray couldn't have done Fletch. No, 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 no. And you saw, did you see some of the other actors that they had potentially in place for this, too? Yeah, uh, it was, um... Who's that? Roy, uh, not, uh, who's that, who's that fuck? Oh, I hate that guy. Who's in uh, Mr. Holland's opus? Oh, Richard Dreyfuss. Richard Dreyfuss. Like, yes. That would have been horrid. A lot of the other choices. None of them would have worked. No, like, I think they wanted this to be more serious. Like, when they so? were initially, not, like, not serious, serious, but, like, less of, like, this is, like, a... This is a comic, yeah. 100%. Like, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. question. I think some of the other ones would have maybe played up a bit more of that mystery plot, like that noir yeah, plot. Yeah, yeah, But, like, I mean, well, maybe Ebert would have liked it, but, I, like, the rest of us who watch this movie enjoy it because Chevy is so funny. It's like, so funny. It's not for any other reason. Yeah. So you're going to give it a B minus. I'm going to give it a B plus. Slight recommendation. If you haven't seen it, check it slight, out. Just slight recommendation? I mean, honestly, like, it's, it's almost like you could watch like a half hour of it and show. like it's not even like a movie it's 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 like the plot to me is so thin and it doesn't even really matter it's like you could just like yeah i see that it's almost like a yeah it's like it's, it's just it's just a chevy chase so he's just so, he's so funny i would watch it all i think it's really good he he makes me laugh this he's is very, one of my it's very it's, it's, this whole movie depends on how much you like chevy it's just yeah. like a big oh i think like john mulaney's a great stand-up yeah like, but if you don't like John Mulaney, I probably wouldn't recommend a stand-up special. That makes sense. You know, I wouldn't recommend this movie. You don't like Chevy. Like Chevy, it's, it's all Chevy Chase. But this is, if you do, this is like prime Chevy. This is like, ideal. This is, this is right. where but you want to like be. I, said, I do like Harry Shack more because I think a little bit goes a longer way. I can see that. But it's a very, it's, this is a, a entertaining movie. I laughed out loud yes. like at least a dozen times and I've seen this movie a bunch. Um, and it's, it's an enjoyable... And it held up too. It does. The comedy actually holds up really well. Yeah. There's no like... 
I mean, you know, we're not the PC police by any means, but I don't, it's only, the movie's PG, and then I don't think there was one, there, there was just the Larry joke, but the, I mean, it's super benign. Like Larry could have been a man, like he, yeah. uh, he kind of gives a look to the, the woman at the front desk of the hotel he's staying in or something. That's the only thing, but it, it's still funny. It's like, it's yeah, fine. it's not right. But like, there's really nothing that's like offense, but no. yet it still doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like it's like the humor is neutered at all. No, like it's PG, but it doesn't like feel PG. No, it doesn't. Um, yeah, it's, it's a credit to Chevy that he can be, he can, and that's why I'm kind of surprised some of his movies didn't break out. I know that made a lot of money. I'm not trying to say that, but like they didn't break out even more. Yeah. Because just like Ghostbusters, the same energy where like it's rated PG, but it feels like it could, the comedy could be R yeah. mean, or whatever. You don't, you don't feel like you watch a movie for kids at no, all. No, no. Um, but yet it's another movie where, but this isn't a movie like Goonies where everyone can enjoy it. I think it's, it's not. I mean, kids be bored with it. I mean, I kids mean, would be bored with this. nowadays. I think kids could watch, could watch Ghostbusters yes. and then they'd be fine, but they, they would Same have, they couldn't watch this. And back, yeah, exactly. They couldn't watch but this. But this, they couldn't. No, this is more adult. I mean, I watched as a kid, but I didn't really love it. I didn't really, really start to enjoy this movie until I was a teenager. I think I liked it the entire, maybe I was just a I little older when I saw it. I really like, liked it. Like, I've eh. always, I always liked Fletch. Oh, I was like, eh, on it. And then I was like, I think because like, oh, he, he plays the different parts. Like he's, the different he's, costumes he, and stuff. Yeah, he does that. Like uh, when he's the air, um, the air, uh, airplane repairman guy. Yeah. And I can't right. That made me laugh. It's yeah, a super funny. Yeah. Teeth and everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, my favorite costume was the one near the end when he's like uh, on the roller skates and he's bald <laughs> and then he, but he, fa- he falls down the sand and the guy, he's like, he's like basically saying, I'm going to bring you in, uh, you know, you're, you're in yeah, yeah. hot water and he falls. The guy goes, are you okay? <laughs> yes. He goes, yeah, I'm right. This is robes a little long. It's just really funny. It's <laughs> yes. like, cause it is like such a human moment. It's almost like reflex to ask if someone's okay. <laughs> yes. And, um, and he's like in this ridiculous garb. He is. And then he goes back to the, uh, to the, uh, the offices of the newspaper. And then yeah. like, he still has the beard on. I know. It's, but it's, it's really funny. It, it is it's, funny. It's like, I it's, it's goofy. It's, it's stupid, I guess, but it's funny. It's, it's super funny. There's really no reason for me to be dressed up. To no, that not at all. He just goes for it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. You know, so I just saw, um, uh, Oh my God. I always mispronounced that in the movie. Like, when you were gone, mm-hmm. I watched two movies. Yep. I watched the deer hunter. Yeah. I feel like I really need to see that. Yep. And, um, uh, oh my god! Oh, I always mispronounce the name. Who's the cop you like? Serpico. Serpico. It's all Serpico. Yeah. And uh, I thought of Serpico watching Fletch. Oh, by the way, I liked both movies. I didn't love either of them. I give both. I uh, think Serpico is pretty good. It's good. Deer Hunter is pretty good. Deer Hunter is good. It's uh, Deer Hunter. Yeah, they're both good. They didn't. It wasn't like life changing movies for me. Though. I would. I would not. I would say neither movie is great. Not in the tier of the verdict, which we watched uh, no. last week. No. Yeah. In fact, especially with uh, with Serpico, like um, you know, he does Dog of the Afternoon two days two years later. Yeah. It is such a better movie and such a better director. I guess. I guess this yeah. felt so raw and clumsy at times. I'm like, yeah, how do you get that much better as a director? Like some of the scenes when like Pacino's like dancing in a nightclub, it just it's completely yeah. Ridiculous. And uh, it was just weird. And that, like, all of that weirdness is gone by Dog of the Afternoon, which is a very uh, uh, a very good. But uh, Pacino's quite good in Serpico. It's, yep. it's a good he's, movie. He's very good. It didn't blow me away though, and I didn't think uh, Deer Hunter Deer Hunter had some great performances. It does. Um, and that second act in Vietnam is chilling. But the first act, he spent like an hour. These people in this Pennsylvania steel town. It's a little, yeah. it's a little much. And then, you know, they get back home. It's, 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 it's good. It's, it's good. It's just, I, I think they're. 
I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with uh, Serpico, he is an undercover cop and he's in a lot of different uniforms. Yes. <laughs> he At fledged. one point, he's. You get the song. He's dressed like a nun or something. Or is he? A priest or something. I think he's something. Yeah. In, in Serpico. And they're like, hey, Frank, you got to go talk to the chief. You're in big trouble. And he's like, okay. There's no mention made of like, why? Like, <laughs> why are you like this? this? <laughs> I think they mock this in Rushmore. Isn't like, isn't he always in like, they do like a. Yes. A, a, oh, a play, they do the play. It's so good. A play of Serpico. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he's always in like different costumes. <laughs> yes. It's funny. I thought of Serpico. I was watching the play. I was like, this is, this is uh, they have a lot in common. These two guys. They do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Serpico is good. Not great. Um, Deer Hunter, good, not great. And I say Fletch, good, not great. So I recommend all three movies. Fletch B plus, uh, but that's just the way I feel about Chevy. I mean, I just think he leaps off the screen and super funny. Um, plot's not great, but I don't give a shit. And I like all the, I like all the, the characters too. I, I, all the other characters that are surrounding him, I, I think are, are fun to watch. There's no moment in this where I'm like, this is actually the car chase is the only one where section, which is kind of like, I kind of liked it. Yeah, but it's not as, I just rather watch Chevy be Chevy or did you, uh, okay. What do you get better? This mm. or Kaisha? See, I haven't seen Caddyshack. Oh, really? I would say this, but oh, I haven't seen, no. but I haven't See, seen I like Caddyshack in forever. Yeah. So hopefully we'll run into it because I'd so like. Is this to, your favorite Chevy comedy that you can, or do you like this or Vacation better? I like Vacation better than this too. Which one, Christmas Vacation or I see, either? I like either better than this. I like. I think Christmas Vacation is probably the best of the three. Yeah, maybe. It's I saw a European a ton of times. Oh when my we god, were a that kid. Was, I was. I like, think that was mandated to be on HBO every day. Yes, because uh, I think I. I don't it know that I saw the how much first on one. HBO. I'm not sure I saw the first. I, I might have seen the first one last. Oh really? Yeah, because that and then Christmas I've never vacation. Seen Vegas vacation. I will. I will. Have that. I seen I've that? Never seen no, that. I think I did see it, but it's not. It doesn't matter. I forgot that it even exists. The original vacation is very funny. It Europe, is good. Europeans funny in parts. I like European and parts. And Christmas. I think is, Christmas is the is best. Probably the best. Yeah. Yeah, because they're all contained. You don't need all the other yeah. shit. Yeah. So it's like vacation is very funny though. I think it's funny. Yeah. I think I like this better than vacation. I don't know. I'd have to see Cash again. It's been so long. Yeah. It's probably been 20 plus so years. This is probably my third favorite. Because you like Chevy. vacation better. Yeah. Oh, Christmas yeah. better. Substantially better than this. Actually, four, I like Christmas. This is maybe my fourth favorite Chevy mm. movie. I think Christmas might be. But I have to, I'll have to see these again. It's been so long. Yeah. I really like this one. This, this is this good. Makes it's, me good. Laugh. it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie for sure. Uh, anything else before we move on? Nope. Okay. So this is, of course, Voices Carry by Till Tuesday. Stand out in this is Amy Mann, of course, who's a good writer um, and had a, you know, had a solo career after mm-hmm. this. I mean, this, this is a very short career. We're talking 82 to 89 was Till Tuesday. Started in Boston. Um, had This is their debut debut album. is called Voices Carry. And this was their leading single. It wasn't, didn't look like it was going to be the, the record company, I guess, stepped in and was like, we want this. This should be the single because this is like your signature song. This is, the, but the rest of their album doesn't sound anything like this. It's very strange. Yeah. By far their best song. Yes. From what I can tell, I um, I've listened to some of their other, uh, hits that charted and never charted. Not anywhere. my favorite Amy Mann song, but my favorite. Oh, no. Tuesday, yeah, definitely. Far, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, this is actually a really well-written song too. Yeah. It's a very smart song and performed very well. It's, um, it's very good. And it's, and it's unlike the rest of the rest of the album's not bad. There's some cool stuff. It's more upbeat than I thought. Like I really only know this song by till Tuesday. And then when I was listening to the rest of the album, I'm like, this is like not as dark as I would have expected. Like it's a lot more 
kind of poppy, upbeat. Uh, but this one, this, this is so much better. They had a very short run, 82 to 89, like I said, and then, um, I don't know, creative differences, people were dating people, whatever, and they moved on. And, well, she and, also wanted to do, she didn't want to do like this kind of new age stuff anymore. She well, wanted to do her own stuff. Second album is a lot different because it's mostly her writing. Yeah. You know, um, and I don't know that it's better. I listened to some of it too. It, it's all right. It. I didn't like it. I listened it's to some right. of it. I didn't, I didn't like it. People, like she's very highly rated as a writer. I think she's good. I think she's overrated as a writer. She's kind of, she's kind of like a, like a darling, like a indie darling in that way. Really, and not uh, the Magnolia soundtrack is really good. And you know, her cover of one is a beautiful cover, oh, and then is a great cover. And also the Save Me song. That's a great song. Like she did a. I like she, a lot of her. No, I like a few of her solos. I like. Uh, what else is there? That's just. Uh, that's just what you are. It's probably my favorite. Yeah, song yeah, yeah. Besides, maybe that's a good one. Uh, the one, and then uh, Wise Up's a good song. Oh, that is that same soundtrack too, right? Is that from the soundtrack? No, I don't think so. What's wise uh, up? I, I can't. I can't think yeah. of it. Um, I, I think I, my thing with Amy Mann is I wonder. We talk about it with like film with actors and actresses. I wonder if you press reset on Amy Mann's career ten times, she becomes a bigger star uh, pro- in like three or four of those times. The hard part about Amy Mann, she's a good writer. She writes good lyrics, and she's a good writer. She doesn't have a good voice. She's, oh, I think she does. No, she has a character voice, but she struggles. She, you, there's intonation problems all over the place. It's not a strong voice. She has a character voice, but I think that might be part of it. Whereas like, and actually she's a beautiful woman. Whereas, but if you think I kind of, if you look at her like Madonna, doesn't have a strong voice, right? It's not a character voice. It's, it's a little bit different. It's more like more normal, natural where Amy has definitely more character, but probably the same in terms of vocal prowess, I would say, but you know, Madonna and both beautiful women. But Madonna played into the sex yeah, aspect of it right. and did like dance stuff yeah. and more poppy stuff where Amy Mann did not. She went more indie. She could have she could have gone the Madonna route and done that and so been I, I totally, heard, totally fine. I saw a really interesting comp that I agree with. That. Tell me. You're tell not going to agree with that. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Um, so I saw one music reviewer said that Amy Mann needed a Dave Stewart, not the ace pitcher, which would have been great too. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, like for Eurythmics. Wait, for who? Like Eurythmics was Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart, right? Yes. So like if she had someone else to like guide her or help her or just uh pick her you know um yeah boost her up like you know two like Glenn McCartney like right work together like so, an, a partner that was equally as talented as her or close to as talented as her then that would be uh, unfortunately she didn't really have that with the till Tuesday guys no and then um and then she's on her own but she did marry Michael Penn do you know him? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Michael Penn, so I don't know a lot of his career, but there was a song that was all over MTV yes. when we were kids. It's a long way down. Which I think is a beautiful song. Great song. It's a very good song. I love the video, too. It's all the paper cutouts, yeah. I think. Claymation, maybe? Brother of Sean. Yes. It's a really, but so you think but, like, but that was later in her. I mean, she met, she, this is, yeah, maybe she was in the nineties when she met him. So yes. like, you know, but she, I think initially like in the eighties when she would have blown up, like that would have been the time to really, yeah, you're right. She's young, right. super pretty. And you think about like, you know, we had Cindy Has Harper, we had uh, Madonna. I'm sorry. Right. You, know, you had a lot of like younger females that were starting to really rise up. You really did. And, um, Annie Lennox, you had, yes. you know, you had a lot of females starting to rise up and then, a man was just as talented as a lot of them. I'm not saying she's as talented as Cindy Opera, as talented as Annie Lennox, but if she had someone else with her, she to is, make the, make the, like this Tuesday songs kind of suck. They re, they're not great. 
And it's like, oh, if you had someone you're actually making good music with, yeah, and those songs are better, then I think you're right. Uh, the Annie Lennox is not a good only. Uh, it's a good comp in the way that you're explaining it. Annie Lennox is a way more talented vocalist than Amy Manish. Like she's just she has a great instrument. Same and and then Cindy La, Cindy Lauper is Cindy Lauper's a different situation. Yeah, also so like unique a too. very it's, unique yeah. and like a huge like a great voice. Right. And I her songs are better than Amy. And Manish. she was alone too though. She was. And, you know, her career kind of peters out. But definitely Amy Mann could have had a better pop career. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, she's definitely talented enough. She's a good enough writer. She's definitely a good writer. And her voice is good enough that it could have happened. And she's super beautiful. So it, it could have worked. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Maybe maybe she maybe she's just kind of a loner in, in the way that she writes. I don't know. I think, you know, so you have to be lucky. I mean, it was lucky that Lennon met McCartney. It was lucky that, you know, some of these people meet each other and, you know, they can, you know, you need, you need some of that luck. And, you know, the guys, you know, the Till Tuesday guys, I mean, this song's, I think, quite good. This is a very good song. Um, but, like, you know, beyond this, and just some, you know, people have are limited, but, you know, the guy, she, she dated the guy in Till Tuesday. And that's, so, supposedly she wrote the song about that. Yes. Uh, but then, I think his name's Michael or something. But then, um, it's, uh, it's, Michael uh, Hausman. Yes. Yeah. And then he broke up, but actually he ended up becoming, after Till Tuesday broke up, he became her manager. I know, which is cool. Which is cool. I mean, he saw her talent. I think he was a drummer of that band. Yeah. But he also, he was a, he, I think he produced some of these songs as well. So he, he has, right. he seems like a, he seems like a smart guy. But you wonder if in some ways, to be negative, to be a cynic, was meeting Michael Hausman the worst thing that ever happened to her. It might have been because, right, if, if you got she Dave Stewart. someone more talented. Yeah. But uh, but you never know. I mean, she still had a nice career. You know, Magnolia soundtrack is is, is quite good. Co- yeah, cool soundtrack for that movie. Super. And yeah. then uh, she's had a, a few songs that I liked a lot. I maybe hurt her more than I know. I, I think I listened to BCN a lot more than you did. She got a lot of BCN time. Well, that makes sense. Like the first, so the song that hit was not this one on BCN. It was um, oh, what was the other one? Uh, in uh, Love in a Vacuum was mm. played all over BCM because they want to battle the bands right. before they and were signed. I wasn't listening then, but she yeah. was getting, even though BCN by the 90s was very much an alternative station. Yeah, it was. Very male-dominated. Um, they still would play a lot of Amy and stuff, I think, because of that connection from of the Of course, 80s. yeah, and so her was, being in Boston, yeah. She was, yeah, so she was getting some coverage some coverage there. So, you know, I kind of was like, oh, you know, but I was listening to some songs. I'm like, these are some really good songs, but like, I think if you ask 100 people in the street if they know who Amy Mann is, I think... I would guess only like 30 now. Like I'm guessing more people would say they don't know than no. Like she's not a household name. She's not. No, definitely underground. Like music, this, music people know. People who absolutely. like music know, obviously. Yeah. You know, very well. But like, but unless you're like a, unless, if you're just someone who listens to this like top 40. No. You're not gonna know who the fuck she is. No, exactly. And same with uh, her husband too, uh, with uh, with Penn. Like, yes. no, no one. Right. He, yeah, he had a video on whatever, MTV or something. But she's something. got a much better career than him. Yeah, she has. That's, and still yes. people don't know who she is. Yeah, it's true. And they might know Save Me. But they probably don't know many other ones by her. Probably they don't. don't. They, they even know that. So I would expect. Do you think this is her famous or most famous song? Though? It's, it's, Voices it's, it's her biggest hit. Like, oh, definitely. Hit wasn't eight. as big of a no. hit as this. Yeah, this one hit eight. But the, even the album, like I, this was all over the radio when we were kids. Yes. So I, I mean, I've you know, super recollection of this song. But it really, the album only did five hundred thousand. I believe it though. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It was. In this, only hit eight. I mean, yeah. But. So it's still pretty high for back then. It is high and it's great. And I would take that, but it's still for someone who charted that high, who had the song all over the fucking radio. You would just think that they had a bigger 
a bigger presence and career, but they, they didn't. It was no. it's kind basically a one hit wonder. Oh yeah, well, for, the other, the, for sure. The other one, so they had two more. I think Love in a Vacuum charted somewhere in the '60s or something. Another one they released it didn't chart. I yeah, mean, no, this no, no, no. Way for, for Till Tuesday. This is absolutely a one hit wonder. But this is a great song, actually. Um, if you think like the way that it's written is so cool. Well, I've talked a lot about this before. This feeling of home. Music is all about building tension and then releasing that tension. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways to do it. You can do it um, harmonically where, you know, the, the chord changes will instruct your ear and, you know, make you feel a certain way where you get, you want to get back to a, to, to this bass chord, home chord. We would call it the one chord in the key. And that all, you know, that started between the, the pull between the one chord and the five chord. It's this, this idea that the melody, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, you really want to hit. So that's all because of this, the harmonic pull between this five chord and this one chord. So you can do it harmonically, go from tension into release, but you can also do it with time. Um, you can be really off balance with, with how things are grouped, with how phrases happen. And they do this in the song. The verse is so quirky and weird because the phrase is odd. And it makes sense because that you, you look at like the lyrics of the verse too. It's all about, it's paranoia. It's like, oh, I don't know what this guy is saying. The, the, the lyrics are, in the dark, I'd like to read his mind, but I'm frightened of the things I might find. Or there might be something he's thinking of to tear him away. When I tell him I'm falling in love, what does he say? It's like, I don't know what's going on. I have paranoia. Like, I, I don't, I'm off balance. And the verse is really like that. Until the resolution of the chorus, which is a very standard home feeling chorus where there's the resolution there. It's like, oh, um, he's thinking like we're having these spats, but let's keep them private. Voices carry. Let's keep it down. Let's keep it between us. It's like, oh, the resolution is he's telling us or I, I'm feeling from him how we should act. And so, so I'll, I'll like I'll show it to you a little bit. The um, the verse is an odd phrase. It's. A lot of how you group measures are like standard common time is four beats in a measure. It's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. But what she does, is she does two and then a bunch of fours and then two. And so it loops around weird. It's like. It's uh, one, two, one, two, three, four, one. Two, three, four, one, two, three. So he does is the two, one, two, one, two, three, four, one. Because it's not a four, 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 you feel off balance throughout that entire that entire section. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play her do it, play her doing it. Here's the verse. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. Three, four, one, two, one, two, three. So there's this extra hitch there. There's this extra like two beat thing there that doesn't happen in the chorus, which is a very standard rock tune. So it creates this feeling of not of like being unsettled. Super cool writing. It's a haunting song. Yeah, super haunting. And I just love it. It's another, it's a detail thing. They're paying attention to detail. The words are about this. It's about paranoia. So let's create this unsteady feeling the way the music is as well. Love it. Did you see the video? Yeah, I hate this idea in the 80s that they have to do these fucking voiceovers. So what the fuck are we doing? They're like talking, they're like having dialogue during yeah. the during the video. <laughs> what were you uh, late for? Or did your rehearsals go out long or something? It's like, it's, I don't want to hear from this motherfucker. Just play the song. I know he gets mad about her hair, but I got to tell you, you know, the guy's not, not you know, her hair is stupid. 
Yeah, she's got flock of seagulls hair. And she's a rat tail. Yeah, it's a little weird. But it's 80s. I I don't know. She's beautiful, though, anyway. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm just saying, I'm like, you know, be like, yeah, it looks a little stupid. It does look a little stupid. I agree. I mean, mean, come on. Yeah, he's right in this one. He's not right. He's an asshole, though. He's a complete asshole. Yeah, uptown guy. But it's like, like, this is one, like, I don't know. Her hair's dumb. Like it is. Yeah, but still, yeah, but you wouldn't do that if you loved, if you actually love someone. I I mean, you might say if she asked, you might say, I always tell the truth. And Barbara's like, Hey, do you like it this way? And I'd be like, well, uh, you know, honestly, I'll tell you, but so he could, if he asked, but he doesn't have to be a complete dick to her. Yeah, no. And well, the stuff like making like shitting on her for being in a band is, is probably pretty shitty. It is shitty because she, you know, she hit number eight on the the hot one. I guess maybe. Yeah. But like, you know, and then, you know, but then to like, you know, but the hair thing, though, I mean, it is dumb. It is dumb. I agree. I agree. That, that's What's not dumber? The hair that she has in that video or having all of your plans uh, hitched to a homeless drug addict on the beach. What's, what's dumber? Ooh. I think the latter. You think the homeless drug addict on the beach? Having every single plan yeah. tie back to this. Yeah, that you're right. He was kind of the, the like the... He was like the nexus of this whole fucking movie. A homeless drug addict who you've been watching at the beach for a couple of days. Like, it's movie. It's... Why do I have this recollection that was it the other guy? Who was the other guy? Not Gummy, but the the um, the white guy. Like, was it Craig? Was his name the other kind of junkie guy? Fat Sam. No, Fat Sam was a big guy. For cheers, Frank, of course. Yeah. Cheers. No, the the skinny guy, white guy that he was talking oh, yeah, to yeah, was yeah, on the, yeah, the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I feel, and he comes back, but for some reason, I remember him dying, but it didn't it didn't actually no, happen. Yeah, no. I guess he, he's like, oh, you don't look well. I remember yeah, he that. Look well. He probably is dead now. Not oh, the yeah. actor, but the character. I'm yeah, sure he's long dead. Yeah, I mean, all that heroin. Oh, yeah. Well, what happened with that George Wendt? a bad scene. Bad scene. What do you think happened with George Wendt? That character? Yeah. Fat Sam? Fat Sam. Uh, something they uh they got some protection. From the, uh, they did from the, from the newspaper, which is strange. Yeah. How does that witness, it, witness the newspaper? <laughs> the newspaper? Yeah, They've yeah. got a budget for that. Maybe shit? they got the IA uh, internal affairs guys to, uh, help them out. Well, fat Sam was, he did feel like I can't get out. You know, the cops are making I me know. do this stuff. I can't get out. Felt so bad for him, but like, but they didn't do a good job. Like saying that beforehand, we were, we see so little of fat Sam. Yeah. That was, they, we didn't need any of that shit. Yeah. We just needed Alan Stanwyck. Yes. That Alan whole Stanwyck. plot would have been fine. I know. And then we didn't even get to see him with his wife, real, like his, no. his first wife. We really. never see the first wife. Like, see, see that's what we should have done. I agree. We shouldn't have had any of the drug shit yeah. and just had the Alan Stanwyck. Okay, you need a connection for Stanwyck to see. So maybe he, maybe Fletch is undercover somewhere else. Yes. And he does see him. That's fine, but we don't need the whole story over there. We just need Stanwyck I mean, identifying. Fletch pretending to be a bum for any number of reasons. Any, yes. Yeah, me, right. Doesn't need to be uncovering a giant drug. Could be trying to whatever and live a day in the life in or a right, week in yeah, the life yeah, of. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Do a expose on the homeless problem, right. whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, no, you just need that. We, and we could have gotten more of Stanwick's life of uh, of his because that's interesting and to Matheson's me. Matheson's good. Matheson is good. That's interesting to yes. me that he like changed his personality because because they don't even really respect. Of, of course, he's trying to steal money from. That's why I can't like give this movie a higher grade. But they don't. But they don't really, it's not enough there. Like, they don't really talk about that enough. And actually, if I'm Alan Stanwyck, why would I? This, this smart, beautiful woman. I know. You're going to take advantage? I would feel so bad. Well, no, yeah, but like. You want to go back living with uh, your, your, your Provo parent, woman? He, isn't it like the, uh, yeah, this life seems great. This he's, life seems great. He's, he's playing, he's got the club, the, the membership of the club. He's got this great house. He's got this great wife. Like, yeah, not no, going no, down I to really like. I want to go back to Utah. Utah with his like hillbilly other. parents. Yeah, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It's like Deliverance there, which I had just seen recently too. I know you saw that. Yeah, it's a weird movie. 
I like that one too. I like that. And I love that as well. I like it. I'm trying to get caught up on some of these 70s movies that we'll never cover that yeah. I really should see. Yep. Um, so those were some of the, uh, every time we have like this gap where you've gone away or I've gone away, whatever. And we have like a break in quarantine. Yeah, just, I've been trying to get caught up on some of these movies. That's good. But I haven't, I haven't fallen in love with any of them though. Maybe it's okay. Yeah. They're just older. Even watch a B plus, even though the yeah. plot is ridiculous. Yeah. Cause Chevy's so good. He makes me laugh the entire way. I love I his know. little, I love his characters in the plot. And that's why I'm recommending this. And, I'm I lo- wrong. and I think that the characters are, are good. The other characters are good. It's not just him. And the acting is good throughout. I, there's like no, is there any bad, performance no uh, well gina davis is bad performance i, I, I don't know. think her performance yeah, is bad I no bad. i think she I, does I, think a good job. I mean it's not her, all her fault but I mean, that's a mess that's a mess she does a good job this made any sense but it's fine no it doesn't even um, oh even the plot line with him and his ex-wife who you never see but you but you see the, the attorney <laughs> headbutts him and then makes a shot that's fine <laughs> that's really good yeah yeah no chevy's great yeah Open the jacket I, I, it's it's, yeah. A, it's a shame that he um it's a shame that it, we didn't get better stuff from him in the 90s or different stuff from him. Than, it's a shame it kind of went that route. But yeah. You know, maybe, you know. No, he's an asshole. That's what happened. I mean, yeah. people just like. But he's funny, and we have a few that, that are funny. Right. We got Vacation, we get, um, and we got, of course, of course, Caddyshack. Caddyshack 3. And then the SNL stuff. This first season, and uh, he does uh, a couple episodes in season two. Uh, he's great. He's obviously by far the most polished of that group when they first start that first year and he is he he definitely shines yeah like Belushi at times that first season looks kind of lost yeah uh Aykroyd uh also looks kind of lost like they, they do Jane Curtin though always kind of looked she was always like ready yeah but uh and Garrett Moore's a little older so he was kind of ready too um but um Chevy though was like by far and away head and shoulders like was the obvious star of that group which is funny because you look at that talent that was in that room it's like wow it's of talent yeah all right, so I think that's it with Amy Mann. Do you have anything else with uh, anything else with the movie? No, we're back on uh, on Saturday, Saturday with uh, Office Space, right? So. And then another Patreon. Nineteen ninety nine. That's where we are. Yeah, yeah. All right, we good? Yep. See. Ya.